Welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. It's no surprise the cost of college education is expensive. So uh, since 1963, uh, the, the cost of tuition adjusting for inflation has gone up nearly 750 percent. Yes. And, and guess what? We keep on hearing about it. We keep on hearing uh, students and parents and uh, employers that, uh, that increased in cost. And we also on the other end, on the, on the provider end, we talk about the fact that we need to keep up with uh, inflation. We, the co- our cost of education is, uh, has risen. Uh, many of our boards and many of our state legislators uh, are reticent to allow us to increase tuition, which is uh, a vicious circle, right? We It's costing us more to uh, educate and we can't bring it in in tuition. So what happens? It's going to have to come from somewhere. And, and you and I and others have read and seen many a story about the impact of our uh, over-reliance on federal financial aid uh, and how we've helped uh, create an inflation right there in uh, federal financial aid. And, and you see people that, that leave uh, with their degree and they have thousands and thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in loan debt because they've had to take out student loans in order to get that education. And, you know, if, if you start off in important careers that may pay modestly, um, you may be paying off those loans for for decades uh, or there are some people that face the prospect of, I have to leave my profession in order to pay off my college loans and, and get into something else. And then all of a sudden, you know, the questions come out, well, why don't we have any teachers anymore? Uh, well, you know, there's this this vicious cycle that, you know, you may not be able to afford the career of your choice. You may not have the mobility that you want. You look at the number of college graduates that go back and, and live with mom and dad again, uh, because that's all they can afford to do at that time. So, you know, when you're talking about a, a 747.8% increase in tuition, and that's just uh, tuition, we're not talking about books and fees and, and any other living expenses. This is just tuition. Um Something has to give at yes, some point. Yes, and, and those numbers are corrected for inflation. So this is not currency inflation. This is a, the cost of the dollar being the same 60 years ago compared to today. So we are talking about an increase in tuition that far exceeds many other uh, inflations that we've seen in many other segments uh hence alienating even more people uh, uh which is which is fantastic the way you described it in terms of of the impact we're lucky in higher education education act uh of 65 1965 has created title 4 funding through the department of education that through the tool of the 
FAFSA, which stands for Free Application for uh, Federal Student Aid, allows so many, especially at the economic bottom, to get some grants, um, Pell Grants in particular, and to have access to loans, uh, Stafford loans, uh, that are unsubsidized, uh, that are, pardon me, subsidized because they are based on needs. And for those who don't meet the needs to take out those loans, unsubsidized. And, and you know, neither you nor I are specialists in this, but there are significant differences in terms of the impact on the individual. What we keep on hearing very often is the wealthy can't afford education the poor get, are getting some assistance. What about the people in the middle where the family standard of living and the family income is above that cutoff number that establishes poverty and establishes the um, ability to access the Pell Grants for that individual? What happens to those and how do they afford education? So I'm not saying that we have a net safety net for the poor. But the reality is there are so many more people and we keep on increasing, the as, as you mentioned, uh, using numbers, the cost of education. Right. And, you know, you, you have seen some colleges and universities that, that have done some things um, where they are going to waive tuition for, you know, families that that are under a certain income threshold and you know, they're, they're picking a number that, you know, I think I saw Harvard was doing that with people, families that uh, make up to $150,000 a year. Uh, so, you know, that does start to get into that, that middle segment that often feels left behind in, in federal student aid. Uh, and, and that's certainly a help. But you know, that you're waiving tuition, you're talking about fees now, you're talking about college textbooks and uh, college tech, textbooks. I remember when I went to college um, and I bought books for the first time and in the fall of 95, I was stunned at the cost of college textbooks. I, I had no idea and was pretty unprepared for that. And like, that was a big hit. You know, sure, I had worked in the summer and in one semester that had wiped out a lot of what I had made in that summer. Yeah, and you were in communications. Uh, imagine if you're in nursing, welding, uh, diesel, uh, some of those areas where there isn't the, a large enough market like in the area you were in where the cost of books is even far more expensive and they're technical books. Uh, and, you know, it's not unheard of for a book to cost $700, $1,000, $1,200. And you add to them the other um, book-associated fees uh, that may come from a CD or access to quizzes, access to extra materials. So you, you, all of a sudden, things could be mushrooming into uh, numbers that are, sorry to use that term, but, but reaching absurdity. Um, and, and those are things that are lived by our students. 
uh, we hear a lot of uh, talk about, like you said, waiving promise uh, programs in many states and many colleges. Um, you and I have uh, worked at a college where, where a significant number of students receive tuition waiver. But in reality, um, Title IV, that, that uh, federal financial aid, covers much of that tuition and, and some, of that, some of those fees and books. But still, the average cost of attendance is far, far exceeding those. What happens to that last dollar? Who's going to cover it, knowing that families can't afford it? You know, some some of our students are making a deliberate decision on whether to get educated versus table. And I don't think it's fair. You, you brought up the example that you heard about from Harvard University. Uh, Harvard cannot accept 330 million Americans. I mean, they, they're limited to how many people they can physically educate. And, and their endowment is in the billions of dollars. The vast majority of colleges and universities uh, don't have those choices, don't have those options. So, um, but those are realities for, for so many of our students, for so many of our communities. But we're trying to solve the problem of the the rising cost of college tuition. It's uh, not an easy, easy problem to solve. So if you enjoy conversations like this, be sure and subscribe to Let's Talk Ed right here on YouTube. You can also ring that bell so you get notifications when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.